0: season's greetings welcome to the final floor nine episode of 2022 as ever i'm your host ryan miller and it is my immense pleasure to welcome the entire ipg lab strategy team to the pod for this year's finality adam simon chelsea freitas katie geisreiter and richard Yao. hello all hello hello
1: hello hi happy holidays
0: Likewise, seeing as though we're firmly amidst this festive period, we wanted to incorporate a little holiday flavor into this episode. And no, I'm not talking about nutmeg or peppermint. Today, we're hosting the IPG Lab's second annual on-air gift exchange. Each Lab member has carefully curated a gift for randomly assigned team member that both reflects that individual psychographic composition and an innovation trend that has transformed our industry over the past year. With each present exchange, we will first determine whether the gift hit the mark from a personal perspective before investigating the trend or trends behind it. So now that we've established the ground rule, shall I kick us off with the first gift? Please do. All right. So first, I want to start with the present that I chose. Um, It's actually two, a two-part gift. There is an envelope and a gift box. And as the recipient of this gift, Adam Would you like to open the envelope or the gift box first?
2: I think I've got to go with the box. Um, Uh, Of course. It's inherently more exciting.
0: (laughs) Well, inside of the box is a MetaQuest Pro. Awesome. And in the the envelope beside it, you'll find a $25 coupon for V-Bucks, Robux, and crucially, mana tokens from Decentraland. Oh, no.
2: <laughs> I'm glad I opened the box first.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. A lot more fun to get those toys than some of these virtual currencies that aren't that impactful.
2: This is a white elephant situation. I might put the um, the Decentraland tokens in the center and uh, allow somebody else to claim them.
0: <laughs> but be- based on the gifts that are at your disposal now, what would you have to say is the innovation, innovation territory that I'm trying to key in on?
2: I mean, obviously, the metaverse.
0: (laughs) Right. I figured as my fellow comrade on the front lines of this metaverse grand tour that we've been doing around the agency this year, it would only be appropriate that I gave you a little bit from each of those protoverse environments that we ultimately talk about. Number one, from a technology perspective, I thought the MetaQuest Pro is probably the most advanced headset on the market to date, enabling us to do a little bit more from a features and functionality standpoint than the previous meta allowed or even the HTC vibe or some of the other models that are out there. I think what's really interesting about it is that most people tend to be drawn to metaverse activations from a, you know, personal, fulfilling, enriching, fun experience, but this MetaQuest Pro, at least in some of the demos and the visuals that we're seeing, has been utilized more so at the professional level as well. So I think that this really does encapsulate a lot of the different trends that we're talking about in that metaverse sector, ranging all the way from the you know personal pursuits up into the professional implications.
2: Yeah, definitely. I think if you are looking for metaverse adjacent gifts to give folks, like I do think that the virtual currencies, if you if you know the person that you are shopping for is already invested in those worlds, we have already there was an article that came out earlier this week that said that kids are looking for Robux uh instead of traditional cash for their allowances, right? So, mm. definitely if if you if your gift recipient is in is already invested in one of these platforms, I do think that those Virtual currencies are something that they will appreciate. Maybe, maybe not as a primary gift. Maybe more of a stocking stuffer kind of situation. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, if you if you really want to shell out big bucks for a, a Meta Quest Pro headset, uh, obviously that would it, it stands to be a lot of fun um, and potentially very productive for the person who receives it.
0: And now that you've got a little bit of currency in each of these protoverse environments, are you a digital goods fan? Can I expect to see you outfit with some new swag in these places?
2: Yeah, you know, I was just thinking I, I there is a Mariah Carey Christmas experience inside of uh, Roblox, I believe. Mm. I feel like I might have to go check out and see if there's any cool uh, Mariah Carey Christmas gear uh, for sale inside of Roblox before I... You know, it's not that much money, right? You have to make sure that you you spend it wisely.
0: Yeah, all I want for Christmas is Roblox gear.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah, but just to close the loop on this gift about the MetaQuest Pro, is it is it a gaming console? Is it a work tool? What What is it? Can we just like dive into actually <laughs> what the features are that make it a little bit more high end than some of the other devices that are out there on the market?
2: Yeah, I mean, I think it's um, it, it is primarily the improved processing and I think the improved Mixed reality view, which is the thing mm. that I'm the most curious about. I haven't had a chance to use one of these devices yet. They're still pretty hard to come by, um, but I think that the the mixed reality view, the sort of paths pass through that has the Quest has had in black and white for a long time. Now it's full color, and it's oh, wow. um, allows you. It, it is more designed for you to use that as, rather than it being sort of a a tool to just make sure that you can pick up your coffee cup while you're in in VR, for example. <laughs> um, and then in terms of like you know work versus play, I think. Obviously, there's a ton of, of great games for uh, for the Quest platform that I'm mm-hmm. sure look great on the Pro. Um, that would probably be how I would end up using it, just because uh, if I'm the only one on the team with the headset, <laughs> uh, how are we using it for meetings? <laughs> so,
0: Well, we've got some older models on deck in true, the background that people could dial in from or join on their computer.
2: I might have to re-gift my uh, current Quest headset to somebody else to make sure that we're, uh, we're we're all able to log into virtual meetings when we can have them.
0: Exactly. And let's be honest, it's a, just a little bit too premature, but I would have loved to give you that Apple headset. Maybe I could sneak into the production line and steal one away from one of those factories and get you hands on <laughs> a little bit early, and then we could re-gift that MetaQuest Pro to someone else on the team, and then we'll all be having meetings in these protoverse environments soon. <laughs>
2: now you're thinking that sounds like a great gift
0: exactly i like to go above and beyond especially when my boss is involved you know
2: <laughs> well uh i think that is uh, my cue to uh to distribute my gift uh and my gift is for richard Ooh. Uh, i am giving richard an annual subscription to the criterion channel streaming service because uh, I know Richard Ooh. is a huge movie fan. Uh, I know that he likes going to theaters, but also uh, likes watching great movies at home. And I'm very interested. You know, on their on Criterion's homepage right now, it literally says. Uh, that they have fifty of the one hundred greatest films from the Sight and Sound uh, list, which is very uh, was very contentious, and there was a lot of discussion about that <laughs> over the past couple of weeks. Very curious to hear Richard's take on how uh, that list in particular holds up over the course of the year.
3: Oh, thank you, Adam. Definitely been in that subscription for a while. Couldn't quite pull the trigger though. <laughs> I did read somewhere that um, the indie distributed Janice film, which is. Was- is a small art house uh, distributor that really gets some people's radar, actually owns a lot of the title that made that uh, set and sound best movie ever list, uh, as I mentioned. Oh, wow. So it's interesting to see, like, sort of even in this indie movie niche, there's still a lot of consolidation going on, just as we see in the larger entertainment landscape today. Um, it, and the other thing is funny because Criterion Channel streaming service used to be free with public library mm-hmm. on card. Mm. <laughs> and then I think a couple years back the partnership ended, so never got around to that. But then certainly sort of like,
0: And now what will it set you back now if you don't have a public library card or that way of accessing it?
3: I I do paper movie so they get more contemporary like, you know festival titles and uh, our house fair so that's sort of like the modern take on criterion channel in a way <laughs> also Criterion's consider considered the canon it can be a little too stuffy for my taste sometimes so but thank you Adam this, this will Nuted. definitely contribute to um, my
2: continued movie education for sure I will keep my eye out for A24's uh, streaming service whenever they decide that they're ready to do that. <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, not yet, That'd unfortunately. That'd be amazing.
0: Richard's is a cinephile as long as it's post 1980 mo- movies, you know? Anything <laughs> before his time or in an international language, not really his covety.
3: <laughs> okay, no, that is a character assassination that I have. Correct <laughs> wow. I prefer non-English title, honestly. We're only like, 10
2: minutes in and there's already a character assassination yeah.
3: happening. I know, right? <laughs> and during holiday season? Come on out.
2: Well,
0: if you're looking for more character assassinations, you can get it for $100 a year on the Criterion movie movie <laughs> channel. All you have to do is subscribe and you'll have access to all of these at the tip of your finger.
3: I saw it more expensive than that. I saw it was like $12 a month. Oh, I guess that's the annual like special
0: holiday promotion Richard you got yeah. it just in time so now you got 12 months of great foreign flicks at hand
2: yeah the secret is uh if there is an annual plan for streaming services that annual plan can be insanely inexpensive I think mm. I'm paying the equivalent of like six dollars a month for HBO because I just jumped on an annual plan when they were really slashing the cost there
0: And is that a pro tip for our listeners is like subscription models at the end of the season, like towards holiday time might be discounted for full year benefits.
2: I, I, I think that the criterion one is sort of, I think that's always an option. I don't think Mm. that's special, a special deal. It is $99 a year. Um, the HBO one was a weird promotion right after the merger with discovery was announced and I think there was some uh, folks who were like oh, maybe I'll wait and see what the bundle is going to look like or things like that, so they wanted to get get people in uh, on a uh, locked into an annual subscription. I, if there are streaming services that you uh that you know you're not going to cancel you might as well look into those annual plans I would I say and honestly I think it's something that I expect a lot of streaming services that don't currently offer that uh hem Netflix uh that that might be something <laughs> that they start offering in the future just to reduce churn right
0: Mm-hmm. and Richard, I know we kind of danced around it like sugar plum fairies, but can you determine what the trend or the innovation topic was specifically that Adam was trying to extrapolate with this gift?
3: Well, funny you to say that because my gift sort of went into the same territory. So Love I'm just going to talk them together now. So I draw Katie from over little random gift generators uh, software you had, and my gift to Katie is a premium ultimate fan subscription to the anime streaming service owned by Sony called Crunchyroll.
4: I'm thrilled.
3: Mm. Yeah. So this is obviously part of the nicheification of OTT services, right? We see like all the general um, streaming service kept cap- capturing a lot more audience attention over the past. Few years during COVID, you know, streaming time definitely spiked up, and but over the year we also see more niche streaming service targeting you know different audience segments. For example, Shutter uh has a lot of great horror movie. If I draw Adam, that'll be my nice to, to for for Adam. And Katie is a big anime fan, so console is like the I believe the premium with the best content catalog for anime fans, as far as the, the ones that's you know, available in the US, as far as I know. Um, and I mentioned movie earlier, that's a very sort of niche streaming service for our house moviegoers like myself. So that's one part of the OTD landscape, right? Uh, and those niche service, most of them are sort of commercial free, I believe. Mm-hmm. And the Crunchyroll ultimate Sign premium <laughs> subscription I'm getting for Katie, which is a most for. Uh, that service not only include, of course, a- um, access to the great anime content catalog that Crunchyroll provides. It also offers Katie uh, discount to their Crunchyroll um, store. Off oh, of the Crunchyroll store, which sells a lot of the merch, uh, you know, associated with the title the uh, streaming.
4: Richard, I really want this. <laughs> How much is I it? Know you,
3: I know you do. Know. Uh, hold on, give me a sec. Sorry, I. I had this put us somewhere, but I lost the window. You're good. While uh, you pull it
0: up, I have a question for Katie, though. When you're, like, gauging subscription access, is that additional benefit of uh, discounts on merchandise something that you consider when subscribing to a new service?
4: It depends on how good the merch is and then also what the difference in cost is. Mm. I don't know. I'm not buying crappy merch. It's <laughs> got to be the best. Like, the Attack on Titan section of like the Target uh Teen Boys section has really good, really good merch. I wish I were kidding. Um I am normally wearing one of those, <laughs> one of those shirts. Um anyway, but it but it would depend. Um if it's good, if there's like new merch coming out often, then maybe, maybe I would, but would usually probably just stick to.
0: And if we remove the merch component from that equation, are there other benefits that would entice you more so to, you know, subscribe to a service? Or are you really just about the content, the product, whatever that bottom line is that ultimately incentivized you to go there in the first place?
4: Really just about the content. Mm-hmm. Um, haven't really done so much exploration of like the any like extraneous content. Like if there's a gaming thing, haven't really dabbled in that or you know, haven't done any deep exploration of the merch and God forbid, I don't know, someone's offering me an NFT. Um, <laughs> but um, really I'm there for the content.
0: So Richard, you were talking about the nichification. How much does it cost us to access one of these niche subscription services?
3: Well, for this premium, ultimate fan subscription, it runs $14.99 a month. Mm. And it comes not only with the aforementioned discount at their uh, online merch store; they also come with a uh, premium access to special console expo events and lotteries. So, an now- uh, in-person element, if you will, mm. Mm. <laughs> gather the anime community, which of course leads me to the second component of my gift, and also to. To a certain extent, Adam's gift to me is the idea of connected community, mm. right? The sort of shared common interest between whether you're a movie fan or an anime fan or horror movie fan, you know, those content unites us. And there's offline events that can bring the community together. Gaming and esports, of course, famously do that for the gamer community. And in this case, this subscription maybe also qualify as a super bundle of sorts. I ah, I was just uh, going to tease that. Yes. Yeah, the utility, right? So yeah, it's kind of like a streaming one sort of gift. Both um, covering the older top streaming landscape, uh, the kinetic community component, uh, and also super bundle because it's more than just the streaming. Also, Katie, this subscription plan also comes with an annual swag bag.
4: Ooh, okay, I am into yeah. that. If it's a surprise, like, that's cool. See? I love a surprise. Yeah.
3: Surprise element, right? Yeah. So, yeah. And I, I can confirm all of the uh, subscription levels to KonShura has no advertising. So Good. no interrupting your anime boss fight showdown
4: my what
3: anime,
0: anime boss, boss fight, fight showdown oh
4: okay duh, showdown. Duh, 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 duh. Sorry,
3: showdown boss fight I don't know where <laughs> you go that energy goes but you get me so- So we were
0: talking about all these kind of the culmination of connected communities and super bundles and uh, streaming services, subscription services. Adam, was there any of that layered into the Criterion subscription as well? Or when you were looking out there, were there like additional communities that were sprung up around these cinephiles specifically that you noticed?
2: Um, nothing tied into the Criterion app, mm. as you as you might expect. It's a pretty straightforward streaming platform, I think. Uh, from everything that I can tell, I'm not a subscriber, so uh, <laughs> I don't know. Richard will have to fill me in. Um, but I do think that obviously uh, there are places that these that that folks are talking about these things. I'm thinking specifically for film of uh, like Letterboxd, which is for mm. uh, Letterbox, however you're supposed to say it, uh, <laughs> <laughs> which is a a social platform specifically for we're tracking and, and rating movies uh very community generated um it's kind of like goodreads but for for film and television mm. i believe uh but it also has uh, a little bit more of a vibrant community than goodreads does these days um so i think that would be that would be where i would i would look if i were looking for that uh very cinephile focused community
0: well to hard pivot here, like a Mikasa switch in their omnidirectional mobility oh gear. God. But shall we tear into your beautifully wrapped present, Katie? Why don't you bestow upon us what you've gifted?
4: Absolutely. That was such a good transition. I am in awe. <laughs> um, keeping with the vibe of subscription services, that kind of thing, um, I am gifting Chelsea a membership to Early Majority. Um, which is a kind of outdoor uh, outerwear brand um, uh, formed by um, a former VP of marketing at Patagonia. Basically, Mm. it's uh, grounded in degrowth. So really kind of sustainable, that kind of thing.
1: Wow, Katie, I'm overwhelmed. Thank
4: you. (laughs) Chelsea, stop crying. That's embarrassing.
1: Wow, wow. I need one of those rain gear uh ponchos to wipe up all these tears over here. I'm just <laughs> no. like so pleased you shouldn't have.
0: <laughs> and for us wildly uninitiated, like what is degrowth and can you talk a little bit more about early majority, some of us less fashion focused or inclined?
4: Absolutely. So degrowth is the theory that, you know, generally means shrinking rather than growing um the kind of material intensity of our economies to use fewer resources and uh prevent ecological collapse mm. um which is obviously very important obviously specifically important to fashion given um just the overconsumption that is encouraged in the category um in early maturity um, does that specifically for their brands by, um, offering a lifetime guarantee for all their products. Um, their, uh, the products that they do make are all, you know, obviously ethically sourced, that kind of thing. And really emphasizing that once you buy something, you only have to buy it once. When you buy that product, it kind of comes with this larger community, um, where you get access to events and their publication and, mm. uh, you know, like like in-person community events, bike rides, hikes, that kind of thing. Um, and again, just, just emphasizing the community that comes along with the product and the benefits of that rather than just having a product itself. I mean, you're gifting me a lifestyle. I know. And I'm. this is okay. Well, they do also offer a lifetime membership. Um, so I could be, I don't know, I could be bankrolling you for the next like hundred years. If wow. You're, you're living to 115.
1: You're 15. Thanks right? everyone for tuning in. I'm just like this is the last you'll hear from me. I'll be up in the mountains fully <laughs> yeah. protected with all of my early majority gear sponsored by Katie, of
4: course. Yep. You they, also a thing that's cool is they have like on all of their clothes these snaps where you can attach a badge. So that's the kind of thing that yes. you can customize and change. So I will be making you a badge that says this is brought to you by Katie. <laughs> um so just you know, I'm I'm generous, but everyone has to know that I'm generous.
0: So I want to get a vibe check from you, Chelsea. What what do you think of this gift? Are you an early majority gal or is this in line with your brand values as it pertains to the fashion space?
1: This is absolutely in line with my values. Anyone who's heard me on here before or has worked with me knows that I'm super passionate about the circular economy, especially Mm -hmm. when it comes from a fashion perspective. And I think what's so amazing about early majority is it's that one step beyond secondhand, which I think is owning the conversation right now to really hit on that notion or that trend that Katie brought up, which is degrowth. And it's just the idea of less stuff. And with that comes really high quality made gear. I think we're also seeing the trend of like high quality performance gear being super Mm. key. As someone, you know, we've shifted from the athleisure moments to back to joy dressing and those more vibrant outside clothes. But I do think the thread that really... Underlines a lot of this is going to continue to be that high quality performance gear because we're doing more things out in the environment. A big push for like exploring things, whether that be, you know, manifesting through all of the spikes in national park visits or the big, another big trend we saw this year, which was a trip of a lifetime. It was GOAT, greatest of all trips where people are (laughs) hiking Machu Picchu and really exploring. Um, so I'm honored. I'm a little bit speechless to be honest. (laughs) Cause I think not only is this gear like really Epic, it's again, the subscription itself is going to give me access to this growing community.
0: Well, it's the person who makes the gear Epic Chelsea. So
1: wow. (laughs) I'll put that on the the other patch.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I I have to ask both of you though. So we talked about degrowth and sustainability. Is this like an evolution of life cycle loyalty? Is it a component of it? How does that fit into the equation?
4: I kind of hope that this is like the final form of Mm. life cycle loyalty. I don't know. We all, we in the very general sense, not we on this call, I don't know, consume way too much outpacing you know, what our planet is capable of, uh, providing. And, um, that's really bad. And, um, hopefully as brands kind of, as people become more aware of that and brands adapt to kind of cater to that demand from consumers, um, hopefully they create products that last longer and, you know, have this kind of lifetime guarantee and offer, you know, less uh, offer benefits that aren't, again, just the product itself, um, and kind of build loyalty
1: that way. Yeah. And I believe early majority has been profitable before even putting out any products and that's due to wow. these really awesome benefits and community focused, uh, things like events, newsletters, um, digital badges. I think they have a future in more token gated access as well, which a lot I didn't of want to bring them up, but yep, they do. <laughs> you know, I took it there. Um, where a lot of retailers are exploring in this space, so I think this is a really exciting gift. And um, I'll see you out on the mountains, (laughs) see you on the trails.
0: One thing that we're definitely not giving out this year at the lab are NFTs or any of those tokens. We're not trying to pollute anyone else's collection with more of our garbage.
1: I mean, that's this year's coal, right? Yeah,
0: exactly. It really is that and crypto, right? Hand in hand.
1: Oh, yeah, sad. We know who's on the naughty list. (laughs)
0: Uh, Hopefully not me. I'm the only one who's yet to receive a gift. So hopefully Mm -hmm. there's no coal or NFTs under my stocking.
1: No, no, but I'm excited to give you this one. All
0: right. What is it? Let's hear it.
1: All right. I was lucky enough to draw Ryan in our secret Santa. And so a little peek behind the curtain, Ryan works really hard. And Uh. so this year I wanted to give him the gift of rest. (gasps) So we know that not only is sleep a major status symbol as we look to next year, sleep is going to be a really important element of wellness. We're also going to see a lot of innovations in the smart home space because the matter compliance standard is now the standard across the industry. So a lot more interoperability among smart devices. So I'm gifting Ryan something called Lofty, which is a smart sleep assistant or a smart alarm clock. So I'm actually like, peek behind the scenes. Um, I also have a lofty at home and it's one of the greatest investments we've made for our sleep patterns. So this is a gift for you and Erica. It's a smart alarm clock. I'll give you a couple of the features while you, you know, really accept this joy that I can see washing over real quick. I love
0: the aesthetic. So right, that's vibe. what I was
1: going to lead with. So it's, you know, I think digital clocks have obviously been around for so long, so not only is this a smart one, it's sleek, it's well designed. I'm someone who really has a hard time with brightness of clocks, mm-hmm. so it's dim and it also is so pleasant. Like I until this point was like all about the iPhone alarm. I'm sure we're all guilty of that or many of us are guilty of that. This, I'm waking up to the sound of birds or I'm waking up to the sound of waterfalls. And it's not one of those things you're going to sleep through. It actually wakes you up in a really pleasant way. So those are my two key favorite features. They also have a lot of other like digital benefits. They'll do white noise, pink noise, brown noise, like whatever noise you prefer to keep you asleep. Um, And then they also are starting to invest in more things within the sleep space. So just educating people around sleep as well.
0: Well, first off, I just want to extend a huge thank you because I love this gift. This is definitely going to be the best alarm clock I've had since one that used to shoot a helicopter rotor off of the alarm clock, and I would have to run to retrieve it every morning in order to stop the sound. So this will hopefully bring a little more peace and relaxation than that one did. (laughs) into my life. But some of the features that I really love about that is that noise component. I'm someone who has grown up in their city their whole life, needs that ambient in the background. So having a device near my bedside to kind of imitate that droning on of the city is definitely something that I like. And it seems to have some of the other biometric tracking features that so many of these smart devices have these days. So if it could tell my lights to softly glow in the morning as I rise to birds chirping in my ear, I don't think I. I could possibly imagine a better way to arise every day.
1: You're spot on. I mean, this year I'm only giving you an alarm clock. However, I think I'm really unlocking an ecosystem for you at home. Mm. I see a world where the lights turn on or turn off based on your alarm settings, where your shades, your smart shades could open or close based on when, you know, your alarm knows you're going to sleep or even, you know, think about an at-home diffuser that's going to release mm. those lavender oils to help you know, really set the tone for bedtime.
0: How handy are you with a set of pliers and just basic carpentry skills? Because you know, I, I could put it in all myself, but part of the gift is you know doing it for someone, right?
1: Well, that brings me to Task Rabbit, which ah. is another gift
0: <laughs> that
1: we could tap into. <laughs>
0: another subscription that you could yeah, tap into. Right?
1: <laughs> Um, One of the early and very popular subscription models, which actually also I do think, Ryan, we'll see another surge in TaskRabbit if we think about this booming like side hustle culture Mm. as we see the future of work continuing to be disrupted. So, you know, that's another group that I'm fully comfortable supporting.
0: No, but again, I do love the clock from like a very generic gift perspective, but as we ladder it back to some of our bigger trends, something that we always talk about at the lab is time as the most valuable commodity and bestowing that gift onto me is something that I could not possibly thank you more for. And when you talk about the matter standard, I think we are going to start seeing a lot more integrations between the devices in our home so that we can have a you know fully managed ecosystem at the command of our voice or touch of our fingertips.
1: Yeah. And with time and these smart devices in our home comes that peace of mind, right? Mm. It's really going to not only like uplift our our wellness, it's also going to really help our safety too.
0: Thanks again, Chelsea. I really love this lofty alarm clock. Definitely going on my uh, nightstand as soon as it hits my uh, front door, but that'll do it for the gift giving round. I just want to do a quick recap of everything that was handed out this afternoon. Adam received three very valuable $25 gift certificates to various protoverse environments, Minecraft, Roblox, Fortnite and Decentraland, as well as a MetaQuest Pro to aid him in his digital environment leaping. Adam then bestowed a Criterion one year subscription to Richard because, as we all know, he is a big lover of very high art films. He is a cinephile of the highest quality and does not enjoy Marvel movies. Then Richard was so kind as to give Katie a premium Crunchyroll subscription. And for you uninitiated weebs, That is access to the best anime on the internet, as well as 25% off any merchandise your heart desires. Katie gifted Chelsea a membership to Early Majority. She was not so kind as to give her any of the merchandise from the site, but she did bestow upon her an opportunity to access the content and influence product decisions going forward. So here's to that. And then last, but finally not least, Chelsea was so kind as to bestow the lofty alarm clock unto me. Um, I think that we did a great job of exploring a couple of different innovation trends, starting at the top with the metaverse, rolling into a kind of triumvirate of super bundles, connected communities, and subscription services only to be rounded out finally by talking about sleep, connected home, and time as a luxury.
3: Wow, right. I saw this was going to be a gift list recap, not a shady roast of everybody's <laughs> gift choice. Are you sure you're on the good list, not on the naughty list this year?
0: I mean, also- I'll check it twice, but at <laughs> least when I saw, I was on the good side, but things may have shifted.
3: Unless you find NFT and crypto in your stocking, I think you're 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 good this year. Uh, just out of curiosity, did your gift to Adam the Quest uh, two end up being the most expensive one on the list?
0: Yes, the Quest Pro was the most expensive gift gift on the list, fifteen hundred dollars, retailing for way above everything else everyone else spent, even though there was no limits. Not Hold on, for,
2: My... wait a minute. Katie's subscription, if it lasts uh... for the rest of Chelsea's <laughs> life, is going to be much more than that. Ah, yeah. I blew it.
4: And I'm also now throwing in, um maybe like a little windbreaker, because I feel bad that I didn't give her anything physical.
2: I don't know. You should give her give her the the bundle that has all of the stuff in it.
4: Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. you the like, bundle all all of everything clothes.
2: in it. <laughs> You're
1: really into it. Wait, oh. starter pack. Yeah, you get everything. Yeah, it's
2: like two thousand dollars.
1: Uh huh. And that's That's my capsule for the rest of my life. So it's degrowth. So I really can't be buying anything else
4: (laughs) on their website too. They have, uh, they show how to layer it for different Mm. environments. All the climates. Yeah. It's cold in Montana.
0: And when you guys are done with it, you can upcycle it to us and we could reshape it into menswear.
4: (laughs) I think it is actually gender neutral, but, um, I
0: don't. Excuse me. (laughs)
4: <laughs> here you go right here Ryan. you go
0: <laughs> you know what happens when you assume right but that will do it for floor nine in 2022 as always you can find us on twitter at ipg lab and at medium at the ipg lab i want to thank everyone who listened throughout the year for taking time out of your busy schedules to spend a few minutes of it with us i want to thank my co-host adam simon our producer Richard Yao and the rest of the lab team Chelsea Freitas, Katie Geisreiter, Chad Stoller and Josh Malalu for their tireless work throughout the year in making this podcast and all that we do at the lab so successful. And thanks once again to our faithful listeners. We hope that you have a very happy holidays and a wonderful new year. And until next year, bye-bye.
3: Ooh, happy holidays.